Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, right, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I was just talking to a new member that had a pool built, and I was giving him some tips on what to expect and some things to do, and I think you would probably benefit from these tips also. So I'm going to go over what happens when you have a new pool built and some things to do. And a lot of pools are coming online right now as the builders are catching up in the off-season, and so this definitely should be applicable to you if you do pool service or if you're having a pool remodeled or built. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Since Plaster and Pebble Tech pools are the most common pools being built, I'm going to focus on these two surface types. Now, if you have a fiberglass pool, there's a lot of things that the installer will note with you. And same with the vinyl in-ground pool or an above-ground pool. There are differences there. But I'm going to focus specifically on a plaster or pebble tech pool and go over some things that I think would be logical to do. And this is definitely applicable to your fiberglass or vinyl pool. Don't get me wrong. Some of these things are definitely things you should think about doing with your pool. But there are some things that are specifically towards these surface types. So the first thing to note with a plaster pool and in some cases with the Pebble Tech pool, is that your asset demand is going to be a lot higher, and this is more towards a plaster pool. What I mean by that is that the pH is going to constantly be going up in the pool, and you're going to be adding large amounts of acid to the pool, muriatic acid to the pool every week to keep that pH in balance. And the reason why it goes up, and I just recently got done talking to Bob Lowry about this, is that the plaster itself is causing the pH to go up just by the curing process. And don't be surprised if you're going to have to add a quart of acid every three or four days to keep it at 7.4, 7.6. So you may see the pH rise rapidly to above 8 in a lot of cases. Now if you add, of course, a water feature to that, and then you add a salt water generator to that, you're going to definitely see an increase in the pH. So in combination with the new plaster, having the other two water feature and salt water generator is going to also create an increase in the pH. So be aware of that fact that it's perfectly normal. Nothing's wrong with your pool. You know, if you've had a pool before, or if you had a house at a pool before, and you're kind of scratching your head of why you're using so much muriatic acid, this is the reason. And so if you service a new pool, be aware that you're going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid to the pool. So you want to keep the alkalinity between 80 and 100 in the newer pools to prevent the kind of the high pH demand also. That kind of helps offset it. I think the best thing you can do for your new pool, and this is one thing he called me about, I would suggest adding boric acid powder to the pool to bring the boric level up to 50 parts per million. This will do a number of things to the new pool. Number one, it's going to definitely prevent any kind of algae growth. It's going to make the water more sparkling. It's going to buffer the pH, and it's going to allow you to use less chlorine in the pool. So these are four things that right off the bat, you're going to have less costs on chemicals. 
you're going to have clear water. You're not going to need algicides or any kind of algae treatment. And the Borate product is not super expensive. And it's readily available, at least online, maybe in your at your local supplier. But I know online you can definitely get it at dudadiesel.com. That's where I get my boric acid from. And just type in, you know, dudadiesel. And then in the search box when you're on the site, just type boric acid powder. And then you can find out how much you need to add to your pool by using the pool calculator app. Now, if you don't want to go all over the internet searching for all this, just go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the homepage, there's a, uh, there's a link to the pool calculator. And I'm probably going to add to the homepage something about boric acid powder or a link to that also, but I haven't got there yet. But my website, I have drop-down menu pages talking about borates there too. So you can refer to that also maybe as an easy reference. And while you're there at my website, on the banner, there's a podcast icon. You click on that, there's a search box in the podcast um, indexing, and you can actually just type in the word borate, and it'll give you all the podcasts I recorded on adding borates to your pool and the benefits of borates to make it easy for you. So I have a lot of resources out there to talk about adding borates to your pool, and I think that should be the first thing you should do with your new pool to make the water to stabilize the pH or help stabilize the pH. I should say it won't stabilize it, but it'll help and to prevent algae and to lower the chlorine usage. I know it sounds like I'm an infomercial there, you know, and if you get the boric acid now, you're going to get a free pair of Ginsu knives. But I'm dating myself with those infomercial references, I know for sure. Um, but I don't get any money from the borate products. I don't actually sell any products directly myself. So I'm just telling you something that's going to benefit your pool for sure. One thing that you need to know also about a plaster pool, maybe not quite as critical with a Pebble Tech pool, is that for a plaster pool, you just want to use a poly polymer brush or a nylon brush, as we call them. And these are just the white bristle brushes without any stainless steel in them. So you definitely don't want to use a stainless steel brush on a freshly plastered pool. And I've seen pictures that the guys in the group have sent me where there's like these, you know, marks on the step area. It looks like someone got their finger, like their, their fingernails and kind of like rubbed them on a chalkboard and scratched it. And sorry for that reference if anyone got some chills, but basically that's how the plaster looks. It has all these streaks on it, like someone had just scraped them with a rake or something. And that's from the stainless steel bristles and that's damaging the plaster as it's curing. So a nylon brush is perfectly safe and you can buy those anywhere. You can buy them at Home Depot or your local pool store. They're kind of the cheap low-end brushes. I don't use those that often because I like using the poly brush, which is a stainless steel and the nylon together or polymer together but definitely you can't do that when you have a new plaster pool it has to be straight nylon and that way you won't damage the surface it's a softer bristle you can feel it right away that it's really soft on your hand and that's soft on the plaster as well and that's one reason why also you don't want to use any wheeled vacuums in a freshly plastered pool so if you're going to vacuum up the plaster dust you can use a brush vac and you definitely don't want wheeled vacuum and I've seen pools on my route where you can see the wheel marks in the plaster from the vacuum going in the pool too early. I would say at least 30 days on a new plaster pool before you put a vacuum in there. Pebble Tech's more durable but I definitely would wait at least a week or two before I vacuum it anyway and there's probably not much need to vacuum it right away anyway but the Pebble Tech is pretty much just rock and so it's going to cure easily but as a habit I just don't like doing anything you know, for either of these pool surfaces the first week or so, except skim it and brush the pools to make sure that none of the plaster dust sticks to the walls of the pool. 
And I would also add a secondary caution for your leaf rake. Check that to make sure that there's nothing on the lip, like the plastic is smooth. And I've almost skimmed a new pool where the plastic on the front had like an indentation from a previous pool. And I, I was lucky to rub my hand on it to make sure it was smooth. So everything's got to be pretty smooth in the pool. I don't really like getting leaves off the bottom anyway the first week. But in this case, it was really windy that week. So I had to get some of the leaves off the bottom. And luckily, I checked my leaf rake first. So the first week, basically, all I'm doing is brushing the pool. I'm not vacuuming. I'm not doing anything. Unless there's like an excessive amount of plaster dust, which could happen in some startups, then I would brush back the pool. And this is a vacuum with the vacuum head with brushes on the bottom instead of wheels. But in most cases, I'm just brushing the pool. And I wait to the following week before I skim any leaves out or do any vacuuming a month after the fact that the plaster has cured. And this also goes to automatic cleaners. Don't drop in a robotic pool cleaner. Definitely don't connect a suction side cleaner or a pressure side cleaner to a freshly plastered pool within the first month. Definitely a no-no. Now I get a lot of pushback when I say I don't like adding salt to a newly plastered pool for 90 days, 3 months. And people are like, well, that's way excessive. You know, the builder says only 30 days. Some builders put it in the same day they fill it. I don't know. It's crazy. But I always want to err on the side of caution with the salt water generator and with the salt in the pool in particular, mainly because some salts will have ingredients that could stain the plaster, like the Clorox salt. So in order to make sure the plaster is fully cured before I add the salt to the pool, I'll wait three months before I add salt to a freshly plastered pool. And I'll just leave the saltwater generator off during those 90 days and just use liquid chlorine in those pools. I definitely just don't like the fact that I'm battling the high pH from the plaster, maybe battling the high pH from the water feature, and then you add a saltwater generator which raises the pH also to the mix, and then you're having a much harder battle the first three months, regardless if, if you don't want to add the salt because of the stains. Turning on the saltwater generator is going to raise the pH and cause other problems in the pool. So I leave it off for 90 days. It's not a big deal to me. And I tell the customer that the plaster is curing. And then once it cures, I'll, I'll turn on a saltwater generator. It just takes some time. And besides that, it's just going to be the same as me adding liquid chlorine with the saltwater generator running. And so you have to add conditioner to the pool also to protect the chlorine in the pool from being burned off by the UV rays. My go-to conditioner is liquid pool conditioner by Natural Chemistry. I like that because it's all pre-diluted in the bottles. You just pour it in the pool. It has zero side effects, whereas the granular could stain the pool if there's something wrong with the filtration system. It could clog up the pipes, which has happened to people in my group. So I just go with the liquid. It's easy. It's more expensive, but it's definitely the safest way to add the cyanuric acid to the pool with the least side effects. And there may be some bad cyanuric acid out there right now on the market. I had a member call me saying that she added a lot of cyanuric acid to a pool. She got it from her local supplier, and it didn't seem like it did anything. So you have that also going around with this chemical shortage. You may have some second-grade or poor-grade cyanuric acid out there. So liquid, liquid pool conditioner is a way to go with the startup for sure. And even though it costs more, it's definitely something that's needed. And then you would do your normal sequestering agents in there. I think that's smart to prevent the metals if there's any metals in the water when you fill it. So I would put one or two bottles of sequestering agent. You can use the Seulator uh, Super Startup or you can use Jack's Magic. The pink stuff is really good for startups and the magenta stuff. And I think it's just like an insurance policy against metal staining in the pool. 
And then last, I would add a bottle of the Easy Care Butech. I really like that product because it'll help with the plaster dust and it'll kind of eliminate it from the surface of the pool. And to me, that's a great startup product to put in, in a new plaster pool, a Pebble Tech pool. So a couple of things you want to tell the customers with the new pool. The first thing I would tell them is that they shouldn't use their heater in a plaster pool for the first 30 days. I think the main reason is that the plaster is curing and maybe there's been some studies or maybe some evidence that heating the pool up at the beginning causes some modeling of the plaster. I don't know exactly why they would say that, but I know that it's one of the things that I've heard mentioned by builders that you can't turn the heater on right away. So I tell the customers not to use it for the first 30 days. Maybe three weeks would be more logical because they want to get in that pool and use their pool. And, you know, no swimming in the pool. Why the plaster is curing. I would usually say you can't go in for 30 days, but people are anxious. So after two weeks, the plaster should be cured enough where they can actually go in the pool and swim. Some startup companies say 10 days, but two weeks is probably fair to use the pool. And then I would also mention to them that the plaster is may be rough at the beginning. Pebble Tech for sure is going to be rough, especially in the step areas for the first six months or so. And there may be other areas in the pool where the Pebble Tech is kind of rough to the touch. So I suggest swimmer shoes for the kids and adults. You can get them at Big Five or online. And these are these rubber shoes that you put on when you, you know, when you're at the beach or stuff like that. And I definitely would recommend the kids to put on these swimmer shoes, the rubber shoes, and wear them in the pool while they're using it, at least for the first couple months, especially in a plaster pool. And if the kids push off the sides a lot, like if they're swimming and they're like doing their Olympic imitation and they're pushing off the side of the pool with their hands, their hands may start to bleed because, again, the plaster may be a little rough as it's curing. It may have a little bit of, um, you know, dust in there making the surface rougher. So definitely if they push off on the pool a lot, their hands maybe start to bleed. So warn them about not touching the wall too often when it's when they're first using the pool. And I just highly recommend the swimmer shoes because I can tell you right now, in a new newly built pool, the kids are gonna be in there for like five or six hours and they're gonna, you know, not even come out to go to the bathroom. They'll probably just pee in the pool. They're not gonna get out of that new pool for forever. And it's going to cause blisters on their feet from walking on the plaster and pebble tech. This is not going to be any problem for a vinyl or fiberglass pool. Those surfaces are pretty smooth, so you can you can stay in the pool all day with no problem. But for those plaster pools, I definitely recommend that. And you kind of be like the hero to the customer. You know, the pool service guy recommended this. The kids put them on. And you may have like one naysayer that's like, I'm not going to wear those. They get out of the pool and their feet are all bloody. Uh, definitely you're going to be the hero to those that listen to you. And this will give you some brownie points with the customer. And, you know, if you really want to go above and beyond, just take the customer's shoe size and get all, all pairs for them and add it to the startup cost of the pool. That's just a thought that popped in my head that would be like full service startup. Um, but if you are doing the startup, warn the customer about that aspect of it. That's really important. And try to have try to avoid anything, anyone or anything getting in the pool in the first two, two or three weeks. If a dog gets in there on the first step, you're going to see the paw prints in there forever. And I guess one final caution is that as the pool is filling, at no time or point should the customer turn the water off before it fills all the way halfway up the tile line. If they turn it off with two feet left to go and they turn it back on the next day, you're going to see this ring around the plaster pool and it's going to be a permanent ring, unfortunately. So 
when they're filling the pool, make a special note to the customer that you really want the pool to be uh, filled to the top before turning it off. And so these are just some pointers off the top of my head. I also had recorded a podcast on this with the builder, and you can refer to that podcast just by searching um, on my site. Again, I mentioned you go to my website and then the podcast icon on the banner and just type in startup, and then you'll see the other podcast I recorded with the builders on starting up a pool. Refer to those on the new startup there. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.